However, many survivors that I work with from Toome, they actually qualify, Alan. Uh, they would have been in the home <coughs> in the very early days from 19. Um, 1925, sorry, to 1961. And so they fall into the elderly category and they will be prioritised for any payment. Now, many of them will um, were there until the age of four and a half, the boys, when they were boarded out to farms. And the state was responsible for them until the age of 16. So basically it was like fostering and the family received money in order to keep them. But of course, as we know from the various primetime shows on the boarded out children, they were actually enslaved in farms and did not, many of them did not get an education and were not um, cherished within the family that they were in. Some slept outdoors in a barn. Um, now, for that experience, these children will get nothing, but they will get a payment up to the age of four and a half. And the others who are um, applicable in our group are the girls. And the girls were kept longer within the true mother and baby home simply because they were employed to feed the babies. So some girls were there to age nine. Uh, the majority were there to age seven and a half. And payments, um, nothing will be paid if a child was there from uh, birth to six months. So any child under six months, and there are 24,000 by government's own figures, who are um, children, survivors of mother and baby homes and county homes, they will get nothing. The apology doesn't reach them. They will get no counselling service. They have absolutely nowhere to go. And for um, our people, as I said, the majority, not all, but the majority will certainly get um, their redress. And it can be anything from around, for them, around 25,000 up to 45,000. <clears> so, um, so 30... Mm. And, and, and Breed, around 34,000 people are eligible to apply for redress under the scheme, but as you say, th there are some who are excluded, around 24,000, and you've described that as an arbitrary decision without any substance or foundation. I mean, on what basis uh, are these pe people being excluded? By the, stroke of, uh, by the stroke of the Minister's pen, that, that decision, he couldn't explain it. His interdepartmental committee, who proposed it, can't explain it. We had many, many days, both in Dáil Éireann and particularly in Shannad Éireann. And the only thing I would say is that uh, opposition did try. But of course, as you and I know, Alan, and I know you're very clued in on political matters, um, even within the Oireachtas Committee, uh, within councils, within everywhere, the, the majority is held by those who are in government. So the majority seats, the majority votes are held by Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael and the Green Party. And when they vote against you, as they did with survivors present, um, when they vote in that manner, uh, you know, you've nowhere to go. You literally have nowhere to go. So for those who were adopted, and some of the adoptions were illegal, the government have admitted to that. There were over 150 that have, they've admitted to that were illegal by their own um, investigation. But some were adopted uh, almost immediately after birth. They do not know, Alan, that they are adopted. They're adopted overseas, but they're also adopted in Ireland. And they didn't always go to a good home. Adoption, uh, what the Catholic uh, authorities, the charities and the rescue societies and the various names they had for them, they insisted upon the family that the child was going to 
was a Catholic family. That was the remit. That's the reason they took children back from Ireland uh, or from England, both accompanied and unaccompanied with their mother. Some were placed in a mother and baby home. But I have to, while I'm on to you and Clare, commend Clare County Council for the work they have done on the Kilrush Nursery, the incredible, incredible, um, beautiful memorial that people need to go and see in the old Shanakeel, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, cemetery, where the children, up to 140 children, lost their lives within the uh, nursery. And the board... Uh, of uh, the councillors and the board and the executive of Clare County, County Council have been the ones that I would point many councils to, both for the manner in which they engaged with the local community, they engaged with us, invited us down to witness the opening. It was incredible. So I'm speaking to the converted many times when I speak to people in Clare, and they do take responsibility because, of course, many of the children were sent out of Clare and their mothers to Ross Gray and to other um, uh, mother and baby homes and institutions. And there was always trafficking. So I think we haven't dealt with it. We haven't dealt with uh, the vaccine trials, for instance. We have never dealt with the fact that a child born of mixed race to a mother was not boarded out, was considered um, not eligible for boarding out or for fostering or for adopting. So they went on to live their lives within institutions to the age of 16 and they have a case against the government as well and as do the adoptees those who were there less than six months it is entirely as you said discriminatory to uh, give to one child who perhaps was in the adjoining cot to the other child who was there for six months and two days and who qualifies and the child who was there just shy of six months will get nothing can I ask you, Breda, how hopeful you are that this could be changed and those people who are excluded can be included? And I wonder how important the role uh, that the uh, new special advocate for survivors can play here. That is, Patricia Carey has been appointed to that role and she herself was born in a mother and baby home and was adopted. I wonder how important her appointment is in terms of someone who really understand what survivors have been through and regardless of their circumstances, including the circumstances of those who are excluded mm. from the redress scheme, whether she can make a, a convincing, compelling case to government to ultimately include those people. My, my fear is that government will not listen. We've had the Irish Civil Liberties Group, we've had um, the Irish Human Rights Authority We've had the Children's Committee themselves. We've had various experts, including Dr. Sarah O'Byrne, child psychologist. Um, we've had many, many submissions. The Oak Report, commissioned by the state, told them not to do this. I mean, the Oak Report, uh, basically, they uh, went to all of us, all of the groups throughout the country. They took our viewpoints. They fed them into government. Their own Children's Committee is made up, as I said, with Tina Fall, Fine Gale, the Greens and Independence and everybody else within Sock Gems, within the, um, the Oroctus. And they agreed on a, a report to government. But the Interdepartmental Committee, they denied and just, to my view, threw those reports in the bin. They certainly didn't consider them. So while the announcement of Miss Carey as the Special Advocate is welcome in that she understands uh, the adopting 
um, process and the experience that she has, which may be quite different to many of the adoptees, some of whom are overseas and who ring me regularly and tell me that there is nowhere for them to go. Imagine you knowing that you were, uh, you were subjected to vaccine trials and the only remit you have is to go because you're, you're not considered under the government at all. You're not considered a survivor. So you go directly to GlaxoSmithKline who um, have the opportunity to look at your case and they come back and say, sorry, we've no records for you. That has happened to one of our, our um, gentlemen. And I hope he takes the case. I do think that cases will go outside of Ireland. And of course, of interest to your taxpayer public listening is that there were eight cases taken within Ireland against the Commission's report. And the Minister stepped in in the evening to uh, settle all eight cases in favour of those who had taken them basically meaning that the state had denied them justice. And so that sets the precedent. That will happen again. Here there will be cases taken, but they will also be taken outside of Europe. And one of the leading people in that is James Sugru. James was boarded out together with two of his siblings, brought back from the UK, placed in the county home. He does actually qualify for a small, small derisory payment, as he calls it, of maybe 12,500 which he will not accept under any circumstances. And he's going outside of Ireland. He's a solicitor by profession, and he knows he's right. Excuse me. And James is adamant that to get justice, we need to go outside of the country, because here the government have not listened. And time and again, they commission reports. You'll hear it for scoliosis. You'll hear it for the various scandals that are happening, RTE, commissioned reports that cost up to 250,000, maybe a million when you've got them all in and they're thrown literally in the bin.